Prepare for healthy communication. You are listening to the Health Rocks podcast with Stuart Cox, your host, physiotherapist, public health nerd. We are here to bring you enlightening health journeys built on the three pillars of health, movement, and music. You can watch the videos on YouTube as well. Let's get moving. Alcohol, the surprising health benefits. Alcohol, maybe it's just got a bad rap, like in a drinking bleach kind of way. I mean, if it was that bad, they wouldn't let it be legal, surely. Everyone has heard of how good the Mediterranean diet is and how you can live to like 140 if you smash the vino every night with prosciutto and a few focaccias. Tell me about that. Usually this health spiel is done by some liver specialist doctor called Fergus or Miles, who looks like he's had about as much fun on the silly syrup as Sean the Sheep. They'll tell you how bad alcohol is and that it's going to turn your organs into mush and you'll wake up one day lying in your own drool and wondering how to turn two teeth into a smile at the free soup tent. Well, that's not really our style here at Health Rocks. I'm not placing myself above you all and pretend that I know better. When the fact is, I've been merry enough to star in this photo. Plenty of us health professionals are drinkers. Not just have a tipple down the yacht club type, but as in the functioning alcoholic type. In fact, doctors are more likely to be drinkers and up to 14% have been found previously to have had alcohol abuse disorders. Damn, glad they're not doing anything major like uh, brain surgery. We don't get high and mighty, since Australians in particular love to get on the Saturday night right arm bicep curls. And in fact, it's the most physically, socially and psychologically damaging drug in Australia. Yep worse than the glass barbie or just ask my neighbor mavis it's uh, it's heaps bad hey yeah we're not the world champs though australia loves to be competitive with these things russia unfortunately loves the booze as much as they love nuclear warheads and eastern europe actually takes out eight of the top 10 spots on the sozzle chart that's a serious communism hangover enough to make one feel sick cool. the fat solar one in four Aussies drink over the guideline limit of 10 standard drinks per week. And that's no real surprise given we like to associate it with fun times and healthy living. Binge drinkers, that is more than five units per session, tend to be the younger adults, less than 35. Whereas those above 45 are your heavier volume drinkers. Now, contrary to popular opinion, those who live in more affluent areas and are in full employment are actually more likely to have alcohol issues than those who are homeless and unemployed. Me and Larry here say take that to the toffs, yeah. The good news is that almost one in four of us has reduced our drinking in the past year. And millennial teens are drinking 20% less than the previous crop, which is pretty good, but they're still more likely to be anxious and consuming heaps of porn. Lesser evils, who knows. Why we drink it. Alcohol's effects can be experienced just five minutes after consumption, and that's why many people choose it when stuck with that friend who thinks that they're the center of the universe. If your friend started on the lemonades and then changed straight up to scotch, you might want to start reading between those lines. 
But what is often not discussed is that it's an interesting mix of experiences unlike any other drug. Initially, the release of neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin, has an effect similar to that of antidepressants and even heroin. That is, it's simultaneously relaxing and exciting. Like hearing Massive Attack for the first time. So, you get stimulant effects of speeding up the central nervous system, with your heart rate and blood pressure on the rise, and that's a you count of one. However, the stimulation can make us aggressive and easily irritated, while the anxiety relieving effects create euphoria and fear inhibition, possibly leading to bad dance moves and saying things to Barry from accounts you wouldn't say usually about his poo breath or general regard of personal space. That's a you count of two. You. Continuing your alcohol intake from this point changes the effects totally. Like stimulation effects subside and the dominant depressant effects kick in. Which is why some people cry in their beer or tell complete strangers the misery of their existence. And that's an ooh count of one. You. What's happening is nerve activity reduces in the brain, affecting mental acuity, thus making it harder to pronounce words like Pachycephalosaurus or maybe even John. Strangely, some can still recite 15 verses of American Pie. Excuse me? Physically, your blood pressure drops, heart rate drops, and people can appear sedated. But wait, there's more. The cherry on top is anesthetic effects that reduce self-awareness, affect memory, and induce sleep. This explains why you couldn't feel your gaping head wound, nor recall trying to jump an e-scooter over a dead possum. That's an ooh count of two. Ooh. The damage done. Multiple systems, many effects. That's all you really need to know. One, organs. Excessive consumption of alcohol causes inflammation and dysfunction in the kidneys and pancreas. And if you keep a regular habit, this may lead to diabetes or cirrhosis, which is not only an ugly looking word, but also an ugly looking disease. That's an ooh count of three. Ooh. The brain. The central nervous system of the body is where the fun truly begins. With our struggling speech, coordination and judgment, we're in for a treat. While memories are difficult to form while on the frothies, if you develop a chronic habit, then dementia may be coming your way too. That's an ooh count of four. Guts, circulation and reproduction. But wait, there's more. Alcohol affects the digestive tract, making absorbing nutrients less effective. Causes circulation issues that lead to heart disease and stroke, and then it likes to with your sexual and reproductive systems. How dare they? Yep, old mate might stop standing so tall or stout. And ladies, that time of the month can get even worse than it currently is and fertility problems can eventuate. That's an ill count of five. Of course, let's not forget, consuming alcohol while you're carrying a baby can cause miscarriages, premature births, stillbirths, and disorders such as fetal alcohol syndrome, FASD. Half of Australian pregnant women consume alcohol while pregnant. Yep, half. 
And we can't really blame bars for giving out free shots for the bump now, ladies, can we? That's an ill count of six. Or should I do that? I feel the oohs may have it. Accidents and alcohol. We've all heard them and many a social media channel makes money from the accidents that occur when people are under the influence. However, it's not all high heel slips in water puddles and attempts to carry 16 schooners from the bar while doing pirouettes. Firstly, boys don't often score 90% over girls in anything these days, but we are responsible for 90%. Yes, 90% of the deaths that result from alcohol-related injuries. This includes work injuries too, when hungover, which is not really a surprise given we have the coordination and balance of a baby giraffe on ice skates. One study in Norway even found 47% of industrial accidents can be attributed to alcohol and substance misuse. So that's why we look out for our team members as much as ourselves, as these accidents can be fatal. Hangovers oof, are often accompanied with disturbed sleep patterns and not surprisingly increased odds of verbal conflict. If you're anything like me, you'll be reduced to a series of caveman grunts and a hankering for a mountain of fried chicken that makes you feel no better, but gives you enough calories to run possibly six marathons. You're also likely to be inefficient at tasks, putting pressure on yourself and others and impacting relationships in that team in the process. The message is simple, hungover work, not so good. Industry issue. In certain industries like construction and mining, alcohol is frequently used as a coping mechanism for the long hours, time pressures and other stresses commonly reported with labor intensive work. But white collar workers are no better off. As lawyers, health professionals <clears throat> and those in the creative arts <clears throat> also experience higher rates of alcohol misuse than in the general population. Breath testing is usually only reserved for the most critical of professions like pilots, train drivers, and heavy machinery operators. And this is because 40% of the fatalities on work sites are from vehicle collisions. Tommy here in admin isn't killing too many people with the stapler really, is he? No, didn't think so. As a side note, I really hope that woman who swims with those great white sharks on Instagram has a strict no booze policy. She's dead set. Why am I drinking more than usual? Well, many of us have been there, especially in recent years with the COVID pandemic throwing us curveballs that impact our jobs, finances, health, and leisure. Aussies responded by self-medicating on the booze with 20% of us reporting increased drinking. Certain life events may cause someone to drink more alcohol than they would usually. Relationship breakups, employment loss, social isolation, finance troubles, essentially anything that causes negative mood states and interpersonal problems may lead to larger quantities of alcohol consumption, let alone being in a sexting relationship or a scandal and having your weird habits published all over the world. Hello, Johnny Depp. Do you condition? No, not the hair, other image. Conditioning also plays a vital role in drug pattern behaviors and alcohol is no different as 
One can get repeat patterns, like meeting the same people at the same place, drinking at the same time, or being in a certain emotional state that triggers the response to consume alcohol. So as individuals, we need to be aware of our destructive if we recognise that meeting Akmal, Johnny and Talisha at the wine bar downstairs after the monthly marketing meeting often ends up with us painting the toilet walls with the antipasti entree, then maybe it's time to opt for the soda waters or maybe invite some others who will counter the drinking habits of Johnny Two Kegs. Or perhaps the other option is to just ride the bus home while playing death metal to release those demons of work fury. Take home messages. Companies promoting a positive teamwork culture, which should be most now, can utilize this to change alcohol-related habits by organizing social events that are health-related activities. And these can help us avoid the trappings of alcohol misuse. The focus is less on individuals and our stresses of work can be released in an enjoyable way. So instead of hitting the pub, why not go on a road trip, do a morning beach walk or go full lumberjack hipster and start throwing some axes. You know, your body and mind may just thank you. Well, I hope that has filled you with some useful knowledge on alcohol and allows you to consider not only its personal harms, but also those to society as well. Feel free to comment, suggest some other health topics, or read up the references below and just nerd out. Adios. Thank you very much. Back next time. And back to the soda waters.